If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What are you smiling at? It's one more thing. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. Because I work with a bunch of unsophisticated rubes like myself, 
I think I know the answer to this question. Has anybody here seen the Mona Lisa in person? <laughs> Unsophisticated rubes. Katie, have you seen the Mona Lisa? No. Joe? No. Michael? Of course not. Hanson? No. And nor have I. And, and, uh, and, and was never planning I to. I thought you had. No, I have not. No. Huh. The Louvre okay. is the only uh, one of your great art museums I haven't been to, I think, actually. But I would have not gone to see the Mona Lisa even if I was there. And I came across this article in the New York Times, uh, you know, and you've got to be a certain sort of person to complain about this sort of thing because, I mean, of all the problems in the world. But it's, uh, his, uh, his op-ed was, it's time to take down the Mona Lisa and give it its own building <laughs> just because it has become a situation where 30,000 people pass through the particular gallery where the Mona Lisa is a day. 30,000 a day. Wow. Everybody's there to see that painting, and it's become just unmanageable. And it's one of the world's, if not the world's greatest art museum, but it's made it unmanageable for all the other great art, which, as this guy points out, a lot of it much better. There's just It's, it's all a telling people you've seen it experience. I mean, that's all there is to it. It was voted in a whole bunch of different magazines, and surveys as the most overrated tourist attraction in the world. <laughs> the Mona Lisa. <laughs> I could see that. I, I mean, if you've got, thing. like, the Taj Mahal, you can't possibly get the idea from a picture. I mean, the, the, the beauty, the depth, the size, the complexity, blah, 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 blah. But if you see a representation of the Mona Lisa, you've pretty much seen it, haven't you? Oh, absolutely you have. And is, is it's it a picture. Small? It's uh, well. I'm about to get to that. It's two and a half feet high, but it's not very big. I would say I was at the Getty Museum in L.A. fairly recently, and I watched, looked at the um, Van Gogh's irises painting. You know, the purple and white irises, and Mm -hmm. seeing it up close and being able. Part of it is because he used so much paint, though. That's a little different. I mean, you could really see the 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 brush strokes and that. But I don't think that would be true with most paintings. So no, I'm back to what you said. If you've seen a really good print of the Mona Lisa, you've freaking seen it. So move on with your life. Anyway, here's this guy uh, writing a little bit about it, and I thought it was interesting. I went up with the crowds recently, and things were no better than the last time. Now you must line up in a hideous TSA-style snake of retractable barriers that end about... And and this is going to take you like an hour, like you're at Nintendo Disneyland something or other, you know, uh, to see this one painting. Uh, It ends about 12 feet from the painting. So unlike... I'm still surprised you can walk up close to, to, like, Van Gogh's irises. I could have touched it, I think. I don't know. There was nothing there to stop me. I wouldn't, but I don't think that docent, is that what you call the people? Good enough. The people at a museum who sure. tell you where all the stuff is. Anyway, that person over there, they couldn't have gotten me to me before I put my hand on this painting. I mean, I was looking at it like my nose was up against it. But apparently the Mona Glue Lisa... Glue your hand to it to fight uh, global warming or something. Or, or your genitals. Now that's a commitment. Oh, jeez. You're going so to have to like, stand on a bench or something. But <laughs> An hour wait, winding your way through all these barriers. You end up 12 feet from the Mona Lisa. You're given one minute there for a painting that's two and a half feet tall, 12 feet away from you. And this guy says it's far too far away to get a selfie with it, which is what most people want to do, or to even really look at it that well. Apparently, the painting is beneath some nifty new non-reflective glass, which it didn't used to be, so all you would get is the glare. Glare. (laughs) (laughs) Well, wait a second. 12 feet away, that's pretty far for a smallish painting. Heck yeah, it is. Um, I look at a fair amount of art, and you know, if it's a big piece, you kind of want to take it in from a distance, but 
12 feet for a little? No, that's terrible. He said, the nifty new non-reflective glass, but at this distance, how could you tell? My fellow visitors and I could hardly see a thing, and we were slunted off in less than a minute. All this for a painting that, as the Louvre's current show confirms, is hardly Leonardo's most interesting, and that has drowned out some of the other masterpieces that are there in the, uh, the Louvre, which it lists off a bunch of stuff. Some of it I've heard of, some of it I haven't. Uh, but the museum is admitting as much with its pathetic new signs that say the Mona Lisa... Um, uh, is going to take this much of your day. Maybe you should take a look at all these pieces of art. I mean, they're telling you when you walk in, look, you're going to spend this much of your time here today on this. <clears throat> Maybe you'd like to see these other 50 greatest pieces of art that have ever been made. You can walk right up to them immediately if you want to. But so now there's a, a movement, I guess, trying to raise some money to put it in a separate building. And if you want to wait in line for two hours with the other rubes, so you can say you saw the Mona Lisa, go ahead, but leave this other museum empty so people can, can enjoy looking at other stuff. Has anybody else noticed that like three minutes ago we were rubes for not seeing the Mona Lisa, now we're rubes for wanting to? Man, you're free with your <laughs> rubing yeah. of people. With my rubery. <laughs> Restrain your rubery, sir. <laughs> Wow, that's crazy! I like the new the uh, separate building idea, though. Yeah, I mean, a, that's a great idea. Because what what a, a horrible conundrum! Now, oh, the, the the museum's all jammed up and full, and nobody's looking at the, the other art. It's crazy, just because this painting somehow got crazy famous. Oh yeah, and he goes into that. Nobody's exactly sure why it got so fa- famous. There's only a dozen or so Leonardo paintings. No, that's Michelangelo. There are more Leonardo. But anyway, um, uh, there are better ones, and there's better all kinds of different things. But for whatever yeah. reason, somebody declared at some point the Mona Lisa is the, the it girl. And uh, that's the one you got to say you've seen or get a selfie with or something. Well, and you guys yeah. can thank the climate activists for it being behind that glass and 12 feet away from anyone being able to yep. see it. Because some, some man dressed as a woman smeared paint all over it last May. Right. So it works both ways, right? If it's the most famous painting, well, then that would be the greatest get you could get for gluing your hand to it or or your genitals or your genitals. Certainly <laughs> goes without saying. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm reminded idiotically of uh, the, the panda bears um, at various zoos where people will go to a magnificent zoo. And uh, like uh, when the pandas are the pandas still at the San Diego Zoo? I don't think so. I don't remember. Um, when the panda bears were the big uh, feature there, my son went with his then-girlfriend and, and her family, and they waited for an hour and 45 minutes in the sun uh, in the summer to see the panda bears. And they kept uh, everybody moving, so you kind of got a good look at them. Unlike the Mona Lisa, once you get up close to a panda bear, especially if it's doing one of its charming behaviors, it's not a disappointment. But to wait almost two hours... And then famously, in our family at least, uh, Judy and Delaney and I went in December on a rainy day. And you could walk right up to them, hang out with them for an hour, practically climb in the cage and play <laughs> with them. Because there's nobody there. Could have glued your genitals to that panda if you wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> to protest the against the vanishing uh, bamboo of the world or That's something. That's right, Katie. You work with rubes. <laughs> oh, please. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. There, there's On one hand, there there's practically nothing on earth that I feel like is worth waiting an hour in line for. On the other hand, I Thomas have Thomas Kincaid. A, how about that? Uh, <laughs> 
On the other hand, I have done it a few times. Whenever I have done it, I, I think to myself, you've laid on the couch and watched a mildly interesting football game for three hours before that you don't even remember ever even happened, like a thousand times. So yeah. an hour standing in line reading something on your phone, what the hell? Yeah, I, I would be fine with that. You know, the Sistine Chapel and stuff like that. Um, and I, I hope to at some point. But That's worth seeing in person, definitely. I haven't done that much uh, extensive traveling because of this stupid job, honestly. We got to show up for <laughs> stupid our stupid job. Jobs. Yeah, yeah. I'd say most. I was looking at that list of overrated. I think most things are overrated. Wow. You can read about geez. them and see a picture and they're fine. No, I don't mean that their You're existence cynical, is overrated. Cynical man. I think, I think seeing them in person is overrated. You can read about them and see a great picture or video or documentary, and you get, like, in my opinion, like 95% of the way there. Yeah, you don't get to claim you saw it, though. Well, and you don't have the emotional, oh, my God, there it is, which uh, is that overrated as an emotion, maybe? I don't know. Does it do you any good? (laughs) Are you better off staying home and reading a book? Are any of the people you tell that you saw something actually impressed or are they just whatever? Yeah, cool story. Yeah. How many of those stories that you've heard from people through your life, and we've all heard a million of them, could you repeat? Oh, I remember when Jim told me that he went to a temple in Bali in 1996. (laughs) Sounded like a nice temple in Bali he told me about. (laughs) I mean, I don't remember any of that. No. Yeah. I'm staying home. That's it. And finally... (laughs) Don't glue your genitals to anything. (laughs) Especially panda bears. Paint by number and light bright. That's my art. It's because I'm a rube jack. (laughs) Well, I guess that's it. Yes, you're simultaneously Uh, rubes for looking at it and for not having seen it. (laughs) If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Every Day Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 